specific, I suppose, that you're going to be on turret repair? Uh, like, the moment that we decide that we're helping these people, you probably don't see Vic anymore. She's probably <laughs> wandered <laughs> off and is like... Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Alright, we got up here through this stairwell. Like, so she's just wandered off to go fix the turrets. Alright, cool. Condolamides, drive me back to land. <laughs> uh, do you just ask Dolomedes? Oh, I didn't know if Dolomedes was still with me or if Dolomedes had gone with you to help with the turrets. Uh, no, he probably stayed there. She probably wandered off, like, leaving everyone, not just... Alright, like, so I'm like, I'm like, Dolomedes, can you please drive me back to land? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine he salutes. <laughs> Alright. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm gonna follow Dolomites back to the boat. If anybody else wants to go back to the mainland, you should come with us. I want to figure out where... I'm assuming all of these people are spread out, so I want to talk to Pin about relocating these people. Like, having a safe space for them that's concentrated when shit goes down. And what what the reasonable what how reasonable that is okay i'm i'm before we do any of these i'm just sort of curious what everybody's intention is here so just so we can sort of figure out what direction everybody's going and what i am so, legit just going back to get my yeah. big weapon and come back <laughs> okay that's fine bose what what are you trying to do he wants to do an interview with pin to present okay. her as like the head of state Okay. Because in his head, he's thinking this is a sovereign nation that's about to be invaded by a megacorp. Okay. So that can be the way to build the sympathy. And she's already sitting on a throne, so he wants to present <laughs> her as like the queen of this this territory and get her story about how she came to lead these people. Okay. And Ori. Hopefully, putting together a turret is like putting together a car. So I'm going to go help Vic with that. And keep my face <laughs> off of cameras. Okay. Does anybody um, need me to pick up any anything or do any errands while I'm while I'm over there? I mean, if I wouldn't be mad at having more explosives around you. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I don't think I'm getting anything else out of that explosives guy uh, uh, fair until <laughs> until I can deliver him a turret. I meant mm-hmm. less so explosive we, stuff. I mean, we yeah. can text or calm you, right? Yeah, like, Victoria would probably calm you, because she needs to take a look at the turrets first to figure out if there's anything else she needs, but... Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And and also, I want to be clear, like, this is essentially just the what used to be the downtown area of the city, so it's not like you're out in the middle of the ocean and can't easily get to, like, the shore, you know? Like, this isn't a long trip so at whatever point you decide like any of you decides you need to do stuff on land i'm not going to be say like well that's a day um that's you know it's a short boat ride you know you can you can there are parts of the land where you can see this you know uh see these buildings yeah but then you got to get around on land you got to accomplish whatever sure do it's got to be a couple hours total sure i'm just saying like we we've sort of all always sort of hand-waved how much time it would take to get around this gigantic city that we've made, and I'm, I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, all right, all right. Uh, so, I go, yeah. so I go there and come back with a missile launcher. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's fine. Uh, okay, so I think the interesting thing will be, first of all, with Sin looking into how to get the... You're trying to get people to safety, basically, the people that you can to some sort of protection... Exactly. Yeah. Like if if it's a matter of 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, getting everybody into one location so that mm-hmm. the ones that are fighting have free reign on the outer buildings. Right. Right. Um, I think that would make the most sense, or if spreading them out, I don't. Know. I don't right. I'm not sure about the buildings. So. Right. How many people could fit uncomfortably on our boat? It's like a decent, it's not a big boat, but it's like a decent sized boat. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it as basically a, uh, like a, like a full size storage container. Yeah. Um, on, that just floats. So, yeah. I mean, you can, you could fit a pretty good number of people in it if you're trying to get them to shore, but it's not like they're going to be real comfortable for very long. Yeah, uh, I just meant like if we needed to like, evacuate any suddenly like we could at least like get them out of the line of fire and like send them off on the other direction if it's an evacuation situation then we should evacuate them now you know what I mean (laughs) I'm trying to figure out 80 of them or however many no but that's what I'm saying we start now and we take several trips I don't think they're going to go Exactly. That's why I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, well, that's the thing is first we want to show them living here, but I just mean like if it gets super dangerous and suddenly there are like assault squads heading for us, then Mm -hmm. it might be not a bad idea to have just like a boat ready to just like get them out of the way temporarily. Right. Yeah, so uh, um, I mean I'm going to say a uh, so a storage, uh, like so I'm just looking up storage containers and they're basically like 8 feet by like 20 or 40 feet so i, I don't just know think how that if an assault if an assault goes down the last thing you want to do is put people onto a, a very easily attacked boat <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well i mean there's a difference between you know an attack is going to come soon and you see like the the like helicopters inbound you know like there's there's a difference between the two so yeah. i can yeah, so right. i think it's a fair question how many people could you get fairly quickly to the shore if you know something is on its way soon-ish, but you're not like, bearing down on you. So, uh... I would say you probably fit, like... I don't know, I'm trying to think of how many people can actually fit if they just have to, like, stand up in, like, a, in in 8 by 40 you know, <laughs> space. And, I'm gonna uh, Google it. Okay. Careful how you type that. I did the similar thing. I'm like, how many bodies can I fit in a... Oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh-huh. Okay, how many square feet do we want to give to each person? And how many people can fit? Could we say that we could get all of the kids off of it yeah. in one trip? Uh, th- I, I would say yes. You can almost certainly fit all of the kids in a single trip. Yeah, Google's not helping me. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say you can... If you aren't trying to do it in one trip because, you know, they, you know you've got some time, you're going to easily be able to get everybody out of here. If you are trying to do it in one yeah. trip, you can definitely get the kids out of here. There aren't a lot of kids here, um, but there are some. Um, so uh, I would say... Well, they also, because they live in the middle of the ocean, they must have dinghies right. or something. Right. In fact, you know they do. You were approached by some. So, like, yeah. they've got their own boats and such. If you find a place to send people, you're going to be able to send them there. The only time you're going to have a problem with this will be if there's literally something bearing down on you now and you're trying to evacuate. You're going to be able to get people to land one oh way or God. another. We should send them all 
for a field trip day at Xanthi Recycling Works to take the tour. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds awful. <laughs> Depending That's... on how this goes. <laughs> no, like, we put, like, like we just, like, make a big... Well, I'm probably not us. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> we just, like, I mean... send them in there to be like, oh, the people... Get one of your reporter friends to go. It's yeah. like, oh, are all the people of the Oxide District are having a day out. They've saved up their hard-earned cred to take, <laughs> to take their kid to see Garth the Crab. That's kind of amazing for the story. It's like, <laughs> yeah. kind of amazing. You're, you're trying to make the public opinion against them tearing apart their home, and you, have, you show their kids, like, loving the Garth. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh. pretty twisted, but Bozar's got enough interns that he could pull that off. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. He'd be like, interns, I have a job for you. <laughs> and they're not going to argue because they're stupid interns. <laughs> you want to work in journalism? You'll do what I say. <laughs> God, I love this. I love this. It's so good. I did not see any of this coming. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Okay. Cool. I mean, yeah, if if, if you want to oh, do that. I know, so, so well with uh, us seeing that like group of kids there earlier, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do we do this timing-wise, then, is the is the question, if we're going to proceed with this. Because should... Hmm, I'm, I'm wondering how much turret stuff, how much time that'll take, and should we have that set enough before we start shooting or airing things live? To waken the beast, to stir the big if crab. I think, I think we, we can... like give it a like do as much work as we can before we start raising. The yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Because mm-hmm. once we go yeah. live, we know shit's gonna get real. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically yeah, anything could happen at that point. Yeah, I mean, at a minimum, I'm gonna say that while you're if you're still in the legwork phase, uh, let me put it this way: anytime you actually go live with information about this that legwork clock is probably going to go up good okay yeah because they know bose is on this job if he's now broadcasting things in favor of the oxide district there's no question that they're going to start taking notice of that i think that the timing should be that we air the segment of like whatever segment Adam Bozdar puts together about like the people living in the in the buildings and whatever, like the actual like oh like the settlement is blah 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 air mm-hmm. that while the kids are like on their way to Xanthi. So if they get all like then they'll be <laughs> then like suddenly there'll be like live on the scene the kids of the oxide district are <laughs> here to meet Garth. And then maybe that'll I don't know. And who's watching them? The kids? Hey, Victoria. <laughs> no. She gets Victoria to go see, will see Garth. Not be watching any children. Yeah, but then you get to go meet Garth. I mean, some of the <laughs> she, some of the that is no. Some of the adults can go too. Like we're not just yeah. sending the yeah. kids off into the city. Like there are adults who live here. Okay, and good. if right. tell them like, Great. listen, we think there's going to be there could be some trouble here. So yeah. like, I think we, we need to convince the queen of of this plan. Yeah, too. Yeah, like if yeah. Pin says to do this, mm-hmm. then then I think it's it like it's done but like she seemed pretty adamant about not wanting her people to leave and saying they've got nowhere else to go to be clear suggested as a permanent yeah yeah yeah, to be clear she was saying they don't have anywhere to live 
Yeah. Not let's... that they're not willing to go outside of the district. They yeah. do that. So, yeah. We're... yeah. We still might need some influence from her on convincing the sure. parents of these children and these children to, okay, sure, go, yeah. go on the rickety boat with a bunch of strangers uh -huh. to go see uh -huh. guards. No, they're going to go <laughs> with their parents. Yeah, they're going to go with their parents. I will say, yeah, yeah. So to be clear, while I don't disagree that you're no, yeah, probably going to want to convince talking to her first, um, that being said, she, like, she is going to be fine with you evacuating people temporarily. <laughs> it's okay. the... Like, where are they? If if your plan is find a new place to live, that's where she is not fine. So, um, okay. So who's having that conversation with her, and who's who's trying to convince her of that plan? Because I feel like someone needs to do some sort of. Um, I'm trying to think, because well, it's funny. It's a fast talk seems weird because you're not lying, but you are trying to convince someone to do what you want with a promise in a way because you're promising to sort of you know try to use this thing that you're doing to to improve your story so uh, it might be a fast talk move but i'm i can't think of what else it might be but if anyone else has a different suggestion let me know uh fast talk seems reasonable okay and who's it gonna is. try and fast talk her uh, I guess I am, even though it's okay. not my plan. But I'll do it. Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it makes sense just for like your your class, basically. Yeah, exactly. You'd be doing I've it. I've got so. the high. I've got a high fast talk. So yeah. Um, okay. So um, all right, roll that fast talk then. But wait, Ugh, too late. Because mm -hmm. I do have holds. I do have holds. Oh, still, I forgot about that until I just looked at it right now. Yeah, well, I mean that's a seven. So, um, what were because what what were you thinking of? I don't know. I just want to make it as nice and good as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, but I mean, what what holds were you thinking of? Like, what what were you thinking of using? I just, I just uh, have it written down that I have three holds. That I may spend one hold before rolling any other move to take plus one. Okay. Well, that would have gotten you to an eight, so that's not yeah, really going to change yeah. anything. You're yeah. at a seven already, because uh, that because you rolled a five, but you got two styles, so you're fine. Right. On on a seven to nine on a fast talk, NPCs will do it, but someone will find out. The MC will advance the appropriate countdown clock. Okay, so the, you're saying that the plan is to to here is what you're trying to convince her of is basically sending the kids to to Xanthi as part of the like that that's part of your story, right? That's part of the PR game, and yeah. it's also an evacuation precaution. Right. Right. Okay. So based on that. What I'm going to say is that, uh, yeah, that'll happen. That's going to happen when you want it to happen. However, that is going to make that legwork clock go up because basically at some point, whenever this is happening, someone's going to see that there's suddenly a boat full of people, like a, bunch of, a boat getting loaded with a whole bunch of like kids and such to leave this area, but not the majority of the like adults and the patrol boats and things like that. So... Um, you know, it's not like no one's looking at what's going on in this area. You know, it's visible. It's a big open, you know, space, space out, in, out in the water. So Santa would probably have an idea that something's up here. They're going to be curious what's going on, right? And when they see those kids show up at Xanthi, <laughs> uh, it's at least going to be noticeable. So that lake work clock's gone up a little bit. Uh, and it's currently at 1,800. Ooh. 
Is that um, different from the one that's at 2100? That's, oh, you know, you're right. I said 1800. I meant 2100. Right. <laughs> I just Hooray. said the wrong thing. Yeah. That's well, I don't correct. want us to be surprised when it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you're, midnight yeah. one segment faster than we were expecting. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, what else are we? What else are we doing? Um, so then, okay. So that, so you're doing that piece, and then, uh, but also related to that, I'm gonna actually, I'm going to also move up that the story clock. Actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna move that legwork clock back down because I'm gonna move the noise clock up. Because what's happened is this is related to the story you're trying to tell. They're getting more... It's a thing that they're going to notice. So I'm moving both the story clock and the noise clock up. Um, because the idea being that at a certain point they're going to try and squash the story, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not ne- they don't necessarily know that it's specifically related to you and what you guys are trying to do. Um, so does that make sense mm-hmm. to everybody? Yeah. Okay. Fine by me. I like lower clocks, or and, you know, uh-huh. I'd rather have a bunch of low lowish clocks than a big one high clock. Okay, cool. So All right. That, what that being yep. the case, can I spend my hold that I got for nose for the story at the start of it on doing my profile on pin? Sure. Okay. Let's um, let me look at that here. Yeah. Um. Knows for a story. Okay, so that means that you can find a piece of evidence that links the mission to the current story, start a story clock, and link noise clock, and or roll to gather evidence. Okay, so uh, or so I'm guessing the idea being here that we we're gonna advance the the story clock because um, you've you're using this. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Because one of my yep. options on there is during the mission, spend one hole to invoke the following effects. Ask ask one question from the research list. So. My thoughts are, can I apply that to pin directly? Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we can we can do that. So, and I'll, and I'll put that up to two. So, you're now at uh, 1,800 already on that story. Okay, so what do you, so talk to me about what you're trying to do with that, uh, that your interview. So, the, que- the question I'm trying to answer is, how did she become responsible for all of these people? And why do they look to her? as a leader and the idea is to push this entirely within the realm of showing that she's someone that's compassionate that has been through something terrible and despite that has put caring for these 150 people above her own needs so i want i want to make her seem like churchill but without the tactical bombing and the Mm -hmm. cigar chomping and racism and all that right like hedda yeah (laughs) yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, okay. I, I want her to be like I want people to see her as as the Lexa of this story, and I want people to love her the way they love Lexa. But she's gonna survive. She's not gonna <laughs> die on my watch. That's for damn sure. Uh-huh. Uh Okay. So. Um. Okay. So I think she's gonna try uh, kind of give you like her history uh, is one of the things that you're gonna because right now all you really know is that. You know that she showed up there alone as a kid. She only had one arm. Uh, that's obviously not true anymore. And that she's been living there a long time. Um, but she obviously didn't start the place. So what you find out is um, that when she was young, she was living in a was living with her parents in a essentially what was a stack of storage containers that were considered a 
homes essentially right and then because a lot of people used to live there and then but it wasn't really very uh tactically or not tact- uh, very architecturally sound much like where she's living now and there was a um at a certain point it kind of just collapsed something went wrong several rows away from where she was living but it caused sort of a domino effect as one of the structures of of stacked uh containers collapsed and it took down a number of them a lot of people died including her uh parents and when that happened her arm was crushed and she managed to get out but she didn't have anything like they already weren't very well off and now they were worse because somebody did something wrong nowhere near where she even was you know certainly uh, they didn't have any surplus arms just lying around in their <laughs> own home correct uh that is correct and so she managed to survive the disaster but there wasn't anyone really left to help her and eventually she did find her way after like living on the street for a while find her way to uh the oxide district where some people there took her in and she was living there for a long time and kind of just managing to get by managing to uh she like she, and over time she got better at breaking into places and finding ways to get the things that the people around her needed you know she she never took more than she, like she, if she ever got more than she needed it went to everybody around her and she got good enough that people started to assume she had more than she was showing because when when you're you're living in a place like that a lot of times you don't you don't just give up everything you've got, you know, uh, you, you, you try to save something for yourself and not everybody that lives in these sort of, in this kind of place is always the best. And there was one, one day there was a man that assumed that she had more than she did because she definitely wouldn't ever give it away. And so she was, he was trying to, uh, rob her, uh, while she was sleeping and like he was going through her stuff, trying to find something worth taking when she woke up he attacked her and she completely on instinct managed to take him down and kill him and the one thing about this guy is that he had a cyber arm and and it had some skill wires you know put into it but it didn't even have any chips at the time because uh he had long since sold those but he still had uh, that working arm and he she managed to find somebody who was able to take that arm off of him and put it on her. So now she has a working arm and has managed to scrounge up some chips and things for it over the years. But essentially, she was just trying to do the right thing and live her life. And the, the wrong guy messed with her. So that's why her arm looks the way that it does. And then over time, because she just she was somebody that people could trust to help them when they needed it. And this is a group of people who need who people haven't helped them over the years that's how they ended up here is that they just didn't have the what they needed you know they weren't getting at some point some support structure broke down and they didn't get what they needed and that's how they ended up here and so having somebody who always works to try and help it it gets a lot of sympathy and it gets a lot of uh respect from people around you and so that's people have just started to trust that when she does something and says something it's for their in their best interests and that's how she's ended up where she is the throne is just a thing she uses to intimidate people when they walk into the room she doesn't sit on a throne most of the time it just you know it's it's 
she doesn't know who you guys are, and so you walked in, so it's like, okay, let's get in the throne. Let's do the thing. Let's, let's, look, let's look tough. Awesome. But, but yeah, that's that's who she is, and that's that's her story. Is there anything else you wanted from that? Or? Uh, I dare say that's enough to work with. To spin, All right. To spin her as someone who overcame adversity to become the Robin Hood of a colony of refugees who were completely failed by the system, who defends mm-hmm. herself and defends others, and has now become leader of a colony of people who've survived in spite of all odds. Yeah, that's that's some heart heart pulling stuff there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, she knows that. That's the like she's she's definitely playing up to that as well, knowing that's what you're looking for. But it that doesn't mean any of it isn't true. But like that's why part of the reason that's some of the stuff she's telling you is she knows what you're what you're trying to do. So yeah. she's trying to help you out as much as possible. Awesome. Yeah. Victoria, what are you up to? Uh, well, first things first, she's checking out the turrets. Okay. Um, to see what, like, is wrong with them and, like, what the issues are that she's going to have to repair over time. And okay. And I was considering these as, because they're, like, auto turrets. Mm-hmm. So I was yes. considering like her mechanic expertise to kind of come into play here, like kind of treating them like drones at least. Um, yes. And so uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the gear that I got out of storage, like this was my original intent when we were coming here to try and shut these down, was that it was going to be something involved in sabotaging them, and now it's just like tools for working on this sort of technology uh, okay so i guess i i guess the first thing to do would be either a research or an assess about them okay cool yeah no that makes sense so i'd say do well so research is specifically around like database stuff so are you are you investigating them specifically so you can see what's up with them or are you researching the this model of turret or what what's what are you trying to get no, i guess she's investigating them first to learn yeah. everything that she can about what's wrong with them that okay she might research later about <laughs> <laughs> okay cool then i would say then roll and assess so roll edge see how that goes god i need uh so with the gear can i burn that here or how does gear well, so if you you have gear that you think is going to help you with this, is the idea, then that'll just give you a plus one to this roll. So just do it as, like, roll edge and add a forward of, of one. Okay, yeah. I figured that's probably the best way to go about this. Okay, and then just take the gear out of your... That's an eight. That's an eight. Okay, cool. Um, So, on an eight, uh, you get one hold so you can ask any of the questions what potential complication do i need to be wary of what do i notice despite an effort to conceal it how is blank vulnerable to me how can i avoid trouble or hide here what's my best way in way out or way past where can i gain the most advantage who or what is my biggest threat in this situation or who or what is in control here uh i'm gonna go with where can i gain the most advantage okay (laughs) i would say that these all came from the same place. Like they're all the same model. They're all the same from the same place. If you manage to find 
the things that you need in terms of like gear and uh, parts and things like that to get it working most likely you'll you'll you should be able to if you can get one going you should be able to get the others so you know there's the fact that like a lot of their weapons seem sort of like uh you know uh, scrapped together you know based on what they've been able to find over time um and like boats are all different models and things like that but these turrets all seem to be basically identical they they seem old you know they they the the issue with them seems to be mostly that they are old you know they're not in the, each of them has different parts and things that are kind of broken down but if you know how to get one of them working uh you know if you know what, the generally how they're built and what's what how they're supposed to look when they're working you know how they all work and and you can see how each of them should look but as i said each one has something that's different parts that are just sort of like that oh that wore out on this piece that's worn out there you know this isn't necessarily meant to be sitting directly on the water so being directly you know that sort of contact with it has caused some effect you know that kind of stuff so um if you manage to get you could you might be able to scrounge parts together from one to get the others working uh if you wanted to like disassemble that like there are ways that you could basically you know you don't have to try and do each one individually you just sort of have to figure out what you're trying to do so it should save you some time on that okay uh well i mean like once she kind of understands that they're all the same she is i would say she probably just get to work on trying to fix one of them and get it in working order and then move on from there and just see how quickly she can do like one of them um and okay. i would say i would like to use customizer for as much of that as possible <laughs> <laughs> right yeah one thing that so th the issue i always have with customizer is that it's so much about me just sort of deciding what how long it's going to take that or it, if you want me to go get something else or like yeah okay so what i'm gonna say i think is that you probably do need to get some sort of i mean okay so you got some gear and that is you you had some tools and stuff that that's what, what was going to help you the issue that i have is that it depends on how much time it's it's going to take the, like i feel like one of the major issues is time are you going to be able to get it done before xanthi decides fuck it, we're coming in, right? And also, how many of these are going to be working when that happens? So, what I'm going to say is, we, we've got this this clock here, right, for getting the turrets working. If you, you have the knowledge now for how to do it, I think you're going to need some gear. You're going to, you're, uh, some additional gear that's like spare parts if you want to get all of them going. Or, Ex like some sort of additional like weapons expert to help you or something like that so like i think the more i'm going to give you one because of you know you used your gear you used your your assess role and that's going to get you closer to just knowing how to do it but i think you need probably at least two more pieces of like gear or spare parts um so yeah i think if you manage to get two more gear together somehow um, then you can use those as the parts and th that would be able to fill two more slots and or if you can get another weapons expert or you disassemble one of them and use that I could give you that as the gear but um, basically um, 
something like that. You need people that know more about specifically these types of guns because you know about the drone piece of it. So that's why I'm giving that from your your assess piece. And um, and if you manage to get the two pieces of gear, you'll get each of those will fill up a slot. But you probably need a third person, a, another an additional person somewhere that can do it. So other people can try and get the gear for you. Like you don't have to be doing all the rolls on it, but I would say either two people with knowledge of these the way these work or two pieces of gear specifically to it I, uh, you can get up to two from each of those essentially okay. well if it helps i am here with victoria right okay to help cool. with this um i yep. also do have intel i got my intel from montoya mm-hmm. and he also let us know about the contact on the inside josh field yep who would hopefully know something about these turrets if that can help us with this status at all because um, I think okay. he was, as I, it was told us, he what, used to hang by explosions. Not bad, but a friendly guy. That's what I wrote down. Um, <laughs> um, used to hang by explosions. Something about explosions. That... I don't know. I thought they said he was there for, like, he was there for drugs. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I definitely had that. I don't remember what the... I, I wrote down explosions next to his name. Not bad. Good. <laughs> whatever. Anyway. I no, written... I mean, I have one intel from getting the job. I don't have any gear, though. But I do spend a lot of time with guns. Yeah, I mean, like, the the moment she realizes that she needs more gun expertise is when she would call Frendo and be like, these things need gun parts. I don't... Uh, I can fix the, the robot part. I need gun parts. Uh, uh, if you can point me in a direction for gun parts, I could... I can give you a guy's name, but you cannot mention me when you go to him. Uh, oh boy. Uh... No, he's just, it's the guy I owe the turret to, so. Now, to be fair, uh, to be clear, you haven't actually turned him down. No, I've told him yes, but still, yeah. I I have, like, minus one forward on hitting so that's, the streets. Well, it's the way that works. Like resolve it, basically. Well, that, again, that's only if you turn it down. Right now, you're working on it, so... Yeah, so I'm you're I'm not gonna actually you're not gonna have that minus one. You, it's just when you're, um, <laughs> uh, it's it's just specifically that it's a it's a minus one if you turned him down until you kind of make it right with him. But you've this is part of that job, so you won't. Okay, I'm not so gonna I give could it that. go. So I could go to back to Cybo and try to try to get some parts. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll let you. Can do we that. say can we say I do that while I'm already over there getting my? Uh... Yeah, you got comms. You you can. Like, I mean, you got a phone, if anything, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, sure. So I will, I will text Victoria in my face, and I will go to Cybo <laughs> Prime, uh, looking just for spare gun parts, and uh, being like, "Hey, I've got a lead on that turret situation. Um, okay. I think we're actually gonna be able to get you one in working order, uh, but okay. we just need some parts to to get things kind of going." Okay, Victoria and would I, like to assist on this. All right. Sounds oh good. yeah, she can By give me like the very specific, like a shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. All right. Cool. Uh, in that case, um, yeah, just uh, roll your uh, style and let's see what happens. And then uh, also Victoria can roll your uh, your links as well. Well, I've got a nine, and that makes it a ten. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's a that's a nine, and that's a and that's a ten on the links. Which yep. I mean. Victoria's got three links with Frendo. It's kind of hard to it's, fail, it's, but yeah. it's not impossible, but it's pretty yeah. tough. Yeah, you get what you want. So 
what it's supposed to be is that you get what you want and something extra, which is Intel or gear. So I'm going to give you the two, the two gear that you need um, okay. or the gear and the Intel or whatever. But basically you can use those both to advance your clock and get that turret, um, the turret working. So I'm going to move that ahead too. And then from that, I'm actually, I'll also let then um, Victoria's customizer move. Will I'm gonna say can finish the job so that these turrets are actually working. It's just gonna take probably about like a week uh, or so to actually get them going. So, so yeah, assuming Victoria basically just has to stay here and do this. Like, could yeah, that be yeah. done faster? Could it be done faster? Could it I be mean, done faster? Are you asking Victoria? You, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm no, also right. like I am like a physical being there with like with hands and like knowledge of putting right. shit together and like Can now that, that we have time? all the parts and we have like sort of like a like uh a, a, a here's how to fix these thing if there's anybody living there that has any sort of mechanical know-how now that like the hard work of diagnosing them and getting the parts is done could they help right. out and maybe expedite right so i'm what i'm saying is at this point because you've got seven different large turrets that you're trying to repair without doing additional rolls at this point with um with ori's assistance um victoria's knowledge and whoever's there who can just turn a wrench you know it's going to be done in in about a week because it's seven turrets it's going to take probably about a day to complete each of them for it you can tell me how you can make it faster and tell me what you want to roll to do that but at this point that's what it's going to take i'm going to say each day that passes you'll be able to do get another one completed but that's how it's going to work now unless you manage to f explain to me how you do how you get other people in in addition to that or what else you do i mean um, that's to all right so that's to get seven all right so like basically like then every day that passes even if we don't get seven going we're one turret richer than we were the day before correct yes all right that's yeah. fine yeah like victoria uh, is probably going to be focused on doing that more than trying to get other people doing it. And right. that also has to do a lot with her not believing that other people should probably be messing with them. Uh, mm -hmm. But if, like, someone else, like, wants to try and make it go faster by doing something else, like... But I think in character, like, she's probably not going to go out of her way. Like, if she thinks she can get it done, she's going to just try and do it herself um mm -hmm. so yeah because that's just kind of her <laughs> mm -hmm. i would probably okay. be like when you told me it was gonna take a long time i would probably just kind of walk around me like can anybody fix turrets <laughs> okay uh, I'm not expecting I, to get much uh, many yeses, but I would mm -hmm. I would make an old college try. I would probably not ask the children. <laughs> okay, now so I I've got a role that I could have you do if you want to try and find that. But I'm also Adam's got this evil grin that he's had for like a couple of minutes straight now, and I'm very <laughs> curious what's happening here. This is part of the reason I do like the cameras is because I could see. I see, I see, like an evil grin. I see some, some, some hands rubbing together. I really want to know what's happening here. All right. So, so Bose Texas Victoria, can you send me a picture of the turret? Uh, 
That's actually a really good question. I mean, I, I can. Suppose she. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right. So, is, so but, whether or not no. I can't remember who's got comms or not, but I know Victoria is working on it. But yeah, so I'll send it to Ori and to Victoria. Just like send me a picture of the turret, please. All right. Mm-hmm. For what? <laughs> As I send yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Victoria poses in the picture. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I get her good side. <laughs> I will also send you a picture of a turret, but it's very blurry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay. an extreme close-up of part of a turn. <laughs> okay, so Bose is going to write back, thanks, friendo, awesome. And then he's going to write back to everybody as well, I knew I've seen these before. Flashback. Okay. okay. Six years right. ago, Firebase right. Dixie, Atlantic States of America, during the war with the Midwest Coalition. <laughs> Bose is embedded with uh, the army in from the Atlantic States of America, and he recognizes the turrets there uh, that he's seeing in the Oxide District as the exact mm-hmm. same ones that he saw when he was embedded with the military that were being used to hold the line at Firebase Dixie. Okay. <laughs> and it occurs to him that one of his friends that he made when he was in the army was responsible for maintenance on that. All right. Cool. Excellent. It's time for a plan to come together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So he immediately thinks that the best thing that he can do right now, because maybe this is going to come to shooting, is to call up former Corporal Harrison K. Funkmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And say, remember those two bottles of whiskey that you owe me? And Harrison lives in San Francisco now, conveniently enough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> We can be square if you can get out to the Oxide District, RTFN. I love it. I love it. Okay, so he. Okay, so yeah, he he he's in, and I'm assuming you're just gonna try. You're gonna explain what the whole deal is and what you're trying to 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 do and get him on board with helping you. Yeah. So on? then I'm just gonna send Ori and Vic a text and say I got a consultant coming. He's ex-military. He knows these turrets. Put him to work. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um. All right, so what I'm what I'm going to say is that that okay, how much time do you think would pass between him between the first like time you're working like somebody's working on these turrets and him actually showing up? Realistically, how much time do you think it would take to for that to happen? For him to like okay, let's say he has 8 hours, let's say. He's got to get done his job. Mm-hmm. He picks up his text and he's like, "Fine, I owe I owe him for this one." Mm-hmm. And he, he gets on a jet ski. <laughs> uh-huh. I love him. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And I'm saying, like, there. so uh, also even from the moment that, so like, I'm saying, like, from the moment you break from your first conversation with Min Sun Pin, like, how long would it have taken you to realize you knew these turrets and you're calling for that? Or whatever? Would it have been that same day? Do you think? Or yeah, I'm, I'm you- imagining you're doing a lot of like planning things and like. I'm imagining like montage stuff, but would this have been right at the beginning? This would have been, yeah, this wouldn't have been like immediately after the interview, but it would have been pretty close. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to say. Since he could have saw the turrets on the way in and that would have just sort of like, these look familiar. Where have I seen these before? Which is why he asked for like, send me a picture of them. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I'm going to say is that probably total is going to be like, 
about one of the days of work. Um, in addition to the time it took the, uh, well, I guess the they could have been off trying to find the parts and such at the same time. I guess we'll cut it. We'll cut the remaining six days that we're talking about in half. So we're gonna. It's gonna take four. Uh, because you got that help, but also he's there to help you with the fight now. Yeah, so. he's, he's handy with a gun. So we got one more gun yeah. and another tech. All right, all right, sounds good. Um, so okay, what's his name one more uh. time? Harrison K. Funkmeyer. Um, I, um, I just wanted I'll, to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Okay, so thank you. And that just happens because that's how that plan. Uh, the I love it when a plan comes together works. So that sure is a move. It sure yeah, is a move. A really good move. <laughs> okay, make sure you mark that you have used that, because that is a powerful move for you to get extra out of. So we're gonna make sure that that was used up. Okay, because so, <laughs> um, okay, so you've got the turrets working. Um, you've got the plan for the the kids to go over to Xanthi. The story clock hasn't gone up a whole lot yet, but but you're in a much better place in terms of defenses. As I said, at this point, it'll probably be at the end of four days that you will now have the completely working, uh, the completely working turrets, and it's going to be basically you got one on the first day and then two a day for the rest of the time. Okay, so now, uh, in fact, at this point, I'm going to say you're just unless somebody uh, has things that they're going to be doing in the next like three days or so. So while well, you got three days of basically this Colonel Funkmeyer. Uh, Corporal Funkmeyer. He's, he's not Corporal Funkmeyer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Corporal Funkmeyer. I wrote it as Colonel, but yeah. yeah Cor- you're right. uh, okay. Corporal Funkmeyer and Victoria and Ori and is is uh, Frendo helping with the actual repairs or was it just sort of with the uh, contact? I wouldn't probably be helping with the repairs. I think I would be kind of familiarizing myself with the like defenses like with just like the vantage points and stuff and what their sort of alert system is and just kind of getting you know getting an idea of how things would would unfold if if an assault were to happen okay um all right and and is so what is sin working on in that time actually and what what was bo's working on but we'll start with sin so uh uh i have no idea (laughs) <laughs> no, okay no that's cool that's, that's yeah. cool um, well, you guys should be putting together the the like produced video on the settlement right yeah i was gonna say bose is probably gonna ask in for help with that okay sure. sounds good okay so okay related to all of this between uh uh friendo victoria and ori who has the highest edge i have one. zero <laughs> zero yeah one. okay Frendo. then Yep, Rindo, actually, this also makes sense because you're the one that's looking up vantage points and things like that. Can you roll your edge? Yep. That's an eight. It's an eight. Okay. So here's the thing. Who rolled to take the job in the first place? I think it was me. Okay. You're actually going to get a phone call from Tobias. Okay. Because uh, he's... Trying to find, so he calls you up and he's asking, "Just how's the job coming along?" We're working on it. It's a tough nut to crack. <laughs> uh, have you made any progress on uh, on getting anybody out of there? 
Uh, not yet. No, we're, it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, of strategery that goes into a thing like this. <laughs> uh, I see. Okay. You can't just, you can't just take a boat over there and walk in and like ask them to leave nicely and compliment. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, mm. don't, don't worry about that last <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically just going to say, uh, so, you know, like every day that this passes, it's, it's costing us money. So uh, do you know how, do you know how much longer it's going to be before we can send people in? Uh, out of game? What day is this, like, in terms of how long they've been working on so, the turrets? At this point, I'm going to say it's it, it's at, um, it's probably the third day, so you've got five of them working at this point. All right. But you haven't really done anything with the story, too much with the story. You've gotten a couple of steps with it, but... All right, um, so tomorrow, so basically end of day tomorrow, we expect to have the turrets up and running. You have the turrets up and running. Every, so you've got a plan for getting sending kids and their parents to Xanthi, but there's still going to be like you still got people who aren't fighters necessarily that are going to be there, and you haven't made a plan for them. And you're all right. Th- so there's no story ahead. So out of game staff meeting. If tomorrow end of day the turrets are up and running, is it cool to expect that the day after that we would number one air the the segment and then number two at the same time be sending the kids and parents off to Xanthi. Is that the time frame? Because obviously we can't just chill forever. So if the turrets are up, is that when we start making our moves? I mean, we should play for as much time as we can reasonably get away with, but the day after the turrets are up seems like for narrative purposes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, can't... I just want to tell this guy like the 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 clo- the soonest thing. I want to try try to give him like a yeah, you know, like here's what I'm gonna do. Here's Realistically, what like sending the kids out to Zamfi, where are they gonna stay after the tour? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we haven't really established an actual evacuation. Well, I think they're just gonna chill and be homeless there until they can come back to being homeless here. <laughs> okay, they can loiter. That was kind of what I was expecting, was that, like, we would send them away, and they would just, like, stay away, hopefully, while we dealt with this. Alright, so as long as, as long as that's not a, not a startling thing for me to tell, uh, this guy, Tobias, I'm gonna be like, we've got, we've, we've got some contacts we're working on, we've got some, you know, some edges we're trying to soften up, but the plan is if, you know, we're going in in two days. Okay, well... I'll let my people know, and we'll uh, we'll have everybody everybody ready to go in two days. We're going uh, in in two days. I don't want you know. That's I when mean, we're making our move. Right, but then we need to send in the the teams to start recycling the place. Yeah, but like you're not gonna be like in our butts like recycling while we're killing the guys, right? <laughs> you're, it's you're gonna, you know. It takes more than like a second to clear out an entire city of people. So, I don't know. That's when we're making our move. We're doing the best we can, but I don't know if you guys should be like expecting right. to just be like riding on my coattails. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, at this point, I'm what I'm what I want you to I'm gonna want you to do a act under pressure roll here because or or fast talk whichever you prefer uh, because the idea is I'm trying to know. Are you able to convince him that, one, he should actually wait this long, and two, that you're actually still trying to do your job? 
Does this count as a situation where reaction time is critical? <laughs> um, it does kind of because, like, while you did stop for a staff meeting, that probably yeah. wouldn't have been like you probably would have yeah. had to answer. I mean, quickly. I would have known this stuff. Like, it was just right. sort of like I we hadn't talked about it out of game yet, but um, right? Because I just I get mean, to take one plus one on act under pressure if if that's the case. Oh, why is that? I forget. Uh, because of my synthetic nerves. Oh. So that's supposed to be related to like quickly moving. Um, so probably not. Uh, for that. Fine, then I'll do <laughs> Sorry. it with nothing. It's still an eleven. That's an nice. wow. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you got okay. this. All right. So you yeah, have. It would have been. It was a one either way. Uh huh. Okay. So that means you got three ways to three days to prep. Essentially, you got yeah. three days left um, before they're going to be sending some people in. Okay. So, um, we gotta realistically try to get you gotta realistically try to get that story clock up and get people ready to go and out on that mission in the next three days. All right. So, so uh, Bose and Sin, I hope you've got your your baby kissing arms. <laughs> baby kissing <Buddy>. arms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, it's 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 the cyberpunk future. Who knows what's on your arms, I right? <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's an augmentation. Uh, that's Can Bose text back with a friendo phase? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that by like in no time it's going to be everybody on this team is constantly just using that same friendo phase. Yeah, we don't even have to send yeah. each other me messages anymore. <laughs> right. Right. We we know from the friendo phase exactly what's going on. Victoria yeah. didn't even need to send me a shopping list. She just sent me like a friendo phase eleven times, and I was just like, "Got it." Parts for turrets. <laughs> mm -hmm. Excellent. The reason why I actually had you roll that edge earlier is friendo. You said you were, uh, you know, sort of checking out all the different vantage points and things, trying to see how defenses were set up, stuff like that around the buildings, and. Um, at one point, when you're checking out one of the sniper positions in, in one of the buildings, shortly before you got the call from Tobias, you kind of thought you saw something off in the distance. And it's when you hang up that you realize that kind of pretty far away, uh, what you, what you thought you had seen is just there's, there's a boat kind of off in the distance that then after you're done the call, turns around and kind of just rides off and it might have been nothing but it wasn't uh so. Tobias. uh so i'm actually gonna just put i'm actually gonna put the mission clock up a, a bit because they're 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 starting to think they're seeing things but that might be going on but that doesn't mean you know they're not sure what's going on there, and they don't want to yeah. get too close because everyone believes that this is a dangerous terrorist group, or at least yeah. the people that are involved in it. Um, uh, what direction did I see that boat in? Um, uh, I think I, I was imagining it being kind of from the west. You were probably seeing it while you were in building two. Okay. Um, wow. All right. So I do want to make note of that memory and look for a good spot uh, on building two. Mm -hmm. potentially to fire a missile launcher from in 
in a situation that might arise where one would want to file, fire a missile launcher. All right. Sounds good. So now, okay, so what we've established is now Xanthi now has a plan to send in their teams in three days because you were very convincing in your what you were saying. But the teams they were talking about were recycling teams. The recycling teams, yeah. yeah That's because what they you, said. Yeah, because you've, you will have cleared out all of the people, yeah. and so they will be sending in their recycling teams in, in three days. Okay. Yes. I mean, um, I assume we just kind of can have binoculars just... Sure, yeah. I, I, what I'm saying is, like, you... That's how you know for sure you saw... Like, that's how you've ev- yeah, all right. eventually found that boat, but by the time you found it, they had been out there watching long enough for an entire com- phone conversation, is what okay. I mean. So. Yeah, no, I just mean, like, in like when eventually maybe we see more boats coming... I should hopefully be able to tell whether it looks like recycling people or murder people before I shoot my missile launcher at them. That uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah. I'm sure they uh. have their own lookouts and binoculars and such. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's going to be, uh, you're going to be able to see what's coming. Yeah. When, when that happens, it's not going to just sort of be like, something's on its way and ha it's soldiers no because like, i've gonna... grown as a person and i mean this like sort of metaphorically thank goodness uh, <laughs> right. um, so i don't just want to shoot anybody with a missile launcher i only want to shoot an active threat with a missile launcher right that's fair Android Dreams is a TGIFRK production. For more information, follow the podcast at underscore Android Dreams. And if you want to support us, you could give us a rating on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at underscore Android Dreams. Or you could toss a dollar a month or so towards our Patreon at patreon.com slash TGIFRcade. You can also get additional information about the podcast and the people in it at androiddreams.tgifrcade.com. Thanks for listening.